Hey guys, this is Michael, the host of the WDYM, the What Do You Mean podcast. And hey, if you have a passion for anime, sports, manga, sports entertainment, politics, sea turtles, the environment, you name it, come do it here on Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Everything you need is all in one place. Anchor has all the tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right here on your phone and or computer. If you're worried about distribution, I don't think you should. Because there's plenty of platforms that you can do this from. From Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Amazon Music, Pocket Cast, Sister, just to name some of them. Everything you need is right here in one place. Go ahead and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get it started. Oh, by the way, Anchor is totally free. So let me tell you this. If you build it, they will come. Go ahead and download the Anchor app and go to anchor.fm and get your podcast started. Welcome one, welcome all to the WDYM, the What Do You Mean podcast. I'm your host, Michael Gillespie. And guys, thanks for tuning in to episode 16, episode 10 of 40 for this season. And we're getting straight into the title, which is we bought, uh, which is titled King's Island Passes and Michael's Guide to Understanding the Gay Male. Without further ado, Dr. Umar Johnson. You don't find that suspicious? You don't find that suspicious? You don't find that suspicious. Well, when you buy Kings Island passes, you got to understand that things change from when you went to Kings Island as a child to now, 2022. Uh, yes, it has changed. Back then, the marquee roller coaster was the Beast. The Beast was a wooden roller coaster that, as a child, I was not getting on. The idea of riding a wooden roller coaster did not excite me. Why are we still making roller coasters out of wood? So, as a kid, I or as a young adult, it wasn't my appeal to ride that. And mind you that the roller coasters back then were like the Beast, the Beast Jr. or the Son of Beast, Top Gun. All those roller coasters have changed. In fact, I don't even think the Son of Beast, the Son of Beast has been knocked down, to tell you the honest truth. So when you compare, or when you compare things to then, when I was going as a kid to now, it was different. The, the the peak I rode the peak roller coasters I rode was the racer, uh, Adventure Express, the bumper cars, the merry-go-rounds, things like that. And I and uh, I did do drop tire once, but I'll never do that again. I have a natural fear of heights. <laughs> Surprise to you guys. So when it comes to now, when it comes to now, uh, it, it 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 has evolved to say the least. Uh, the Kings Island has definitely evolved now. A little backdrop. Kings Island is in Cincinnati, Ohio, more specifically in Mason, Ohio. And um, to say that it's changed to, to, at the least. And so I tell my kids, hey, we got Kings Island passes this year. We're going to go there multiple times this summer and we're, we're going to have fun. And they're like, well, what's Kings Island? We never heard of it. Oh, you know, my friends tell me, but I've never experienced it. And I said exactly that. You've never experienced Kings Island. It's fun. So as we go as a family, we do the the first time we go, we do the Adventures Express and the Racer. And it, the kids were like maxed out, like, oh, my God, this ride is so intense. And, you know, as an adult now, I can handle it. And I can just, you know, it's like, woo, yeah, that was fun. And then we eventually got Adventure to the Beast. And this is my first time riding the Beast. 
And that was fun for me. That was, you know, that was fun for me now, right? And I, and I, and I say that is an adult roller coaster. The obesity is a, an adult roller coaster. It's fun enough to get a little thrill out of you, but, you know, it's an adult roller coaster. Now, the Beast is the largest wooden roller coaster with a drop of 137 feet going 65 miles per hour. Now, that sounds fast, and it feels fast, and it's a great ride. But no, like I'm telling you, these, these, these amusement parks, these roller coasters have evolved. Now, my, my oldest daughter has had the, the idea to ride something called Orion. Now, this is when you say Orion, what's the first thing you think of? I think of a constellation. This thing is big, right? When you're looking at it, you're like, oh, my God, this is not an adult roller coaster. And in fact, it's not an adult roller coaster. It's officially called a Giga Coaster. You might ask yourself, what is a Giga Coaster? A Giga giga Coaster (laughs) consists of a 300 to 399 foot drop. Let me say that again. The Giga Coaster has a 300 to 399 foot drop. Has anybody ever dropped 399 foot, nine, 399 feet without some kind of safety device on? It, it, it's, 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 it's a monster. Constellation. It's Orion. It's very suspicious, to say the least. This thing is so big. And um, I wanted to compare the sounds that you get. When you get on the beast, you hear this sound. It's very slow. I don't know if you notice, it's very slow. You hear the change. You have time to to decipher what's happening. You got time to break down like, oh my God, I'm about to fall off this roller coaster. But you're in a secure box, right? You're in a secure area where you're not going to fall. That's the sound of the beast. You have time to, to break down... What is about to happen? And then you're going on your ride. The Orion, the Giga Coaster, it is completely, completely different. This is what it sounds like to get on the Orion. Now, does this initially sound like a roller coaster to you? Oh, this is a Giga Coaster. And you hear the, the difference is, is you don't hear the clank clank of the beast. This is one straight up, 300 feet straight up in the air. And you're still going up. You're going up. You see the whole, you can see all of Ohio at the top of the Orion. You're still going up. Now you're gone. Now tell me, that does not sound like a rocket ship at the end. Tell me you, you, you realize that you have screwed yourself when you're at the top and you hear that gust of wind blowing through you and the thing about the orion is that there's no side railing there's no like protection you're secure you have something on your lap that secures you but that's it you know you got the feeling when you're in the beast you can grab onto the side of the railing the side of the car that you're in uh loop your loop your feet together you can't do that on a giga coaster now when i tell you like for the past week i've had a raspy voice right because i screamed and I didn't scream like no average person. I didn't scream like, ah. Like, that's, that's what I do when I ride Adventure Express. Ah. That was fun. When I ride the racer, it's a little bit like, ah. But I'm still in control. The beast is like, ah. I'm telling you, when I rode Orion, I screamed like I was going to die. I'm not, I'm not trying to make these things up. I screamed 
Like there's like I'm going to fall off this damn thing, 300 feet in the air. I literally felt like I, I could die, and I, and I've never felt that before. And you know, me in the military, everything like that. I've never felt like I could die <laughs> from riding this roller coaster. And I'm telling you, the stats on the Orion are ridiculous. Here we go. One, the 300 foot drop. It's a giga coaster. There's only seven giga coasters in the world, and four of them are in the United States. Oh, yeah, it goes 91 miles per hour. I don't even go 91 miles per hour in my car. I'm going 91, 91 hours per hour on a roller coaster? Yeah, I deserve to scream like a little girl. And it was, it was rightfully so. Okay, so if you get a chance, go ahead and try it one time. That's all I'm asking you to do. Go to Kings Island, try the Orion one time. It's, two, it's, been, it's been up for two years. It's freaking, it's, I would simulate the scream, but I'm just getting my voice back. So that's not going to happen. But let me tell you, I screamed like death was around the corner. I promise you, it's a, it's a roller coaster like no other. And my wife asked me, would you do it again? Uh, to be determined. I'm not too thrilled to do that so fast. But that's it. If you get a chance to go on roller coaster or you get to get a chance to go to Kings Island, Go ahead, ride the Orion once, experience it, and then if you think that what I'm feeling is, you will feel the same thing. I promise you that. So that's the first part of the story. Uh, second part's coming up. First, here this PSA about my favorite soap in the world, Dr. Squash. Man. It's time to stop visiting the soap section in all your grocery stores. That may sound gross, but guess what? Those bars and liquid soaps are gross. What you need to do is go to DrSquash.com. DrSquash.com offers you a natural soap that makes you, your skin, smell, and feel great. I've been doing it for a couple months now. I got three bars of soap that I typically mess with. Bay rum, spearmint basil, and alpine sage. And I will never go back to liquid soaps or bar soaps again. Go to DrSquash.com. Fill out a, fill out a survey to find out what, what bars of soap work for you. And thank me later. DrSquash.com. Feel like a man. Smell like a champion. I firmly believe that. Still do to this day. I love some Dr. Squash soap. You should get it too. Get it for yourself if you're a man or get it for your man if you're a woman. It's really good. I, I love, 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 love that soap. So part two. Part two is the guide to the gay man. And uh, this is based on just purely personal experience, personal experience I've had with uh, three of them, to say the least. So I'm going to give you three things that... Um, that are warning shot, warning, not warning shots, more like things to look out for when you're around people or you're around homosexual men. Now, this is this is taken in context. This is supposed to be funny, nothing serious or anything like that. But these are the experiences that I've had. Now, number one, they don't tell you they're homosexual, which of course is none of your. It's none of you don't have to. They don't have to tell you. With that being said, the situation that I was in. Was that like I moved to a different, uh, different part of the city in Oxford, Ohio, where I went to the school systems there, and there, as a, as the new kid in the schools, I don't know nobody, I don't know the teachers, I, I don't know nobody, so I'm just being me, the class clown that I've always been, and then, you know, once you once I'm in school and I see see somebody that's attractive, I would always do this. Hello, 
if you don't know what that is, that's from the Animaniacs, Yakko and Wacko. Whenever they see the cartoon nose, nurse, they would just flip out and do that. And it was freaking hilarious. I thought it was funny as a kid, right? So I use that in school. Whenever I see an attractive girl. Hello, nurse. I see another attractive girl. Hello, nurse. If I see an attractive teacher. So you get the point. You get the point that I was a clown. Nobody knew exactly what I was talking about. So when I would do that, the guy next to me, let's call him Richard. Richard was like, he he would laugh too. He would laugh and, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, this is like basically my first friend in, in the school, right? So when I would do that, he would do it too, but he would do it all, you know, <laughs> he was shy, which is cool. You know, I was a clown and we, we rolled together. And we would do that in the hallways, never got in trouble, thankfully. But that's what we did. That's how we bonded. That's how we became friends. Fast forward to a couple years later, we're both working at the same restaurant in, in, uh, back in my, my main city, my home city, right? And we're all, we're, you know, we were talking, you know, still kicking it and being friendly and everything. And, uh, you know, we was like, you, he would remind me, he would remind me of doing that. He's like, you remember that time in school we would do that? So yeah, you know, I was being silly, just trying to be impressionable, just trying to, you know, be welcomed to the community, yes, to the school. You know what I'm saying? So it came up to uh to one time where I go to the restaurant because there's a movie theater directly behind it. And I'm like, hey, you know, come say hi everybody. And all that I didn't see him. I didn't see him. So I didn't know he was there. So I say hi, get a drink, walk out, and next thing you know, as I'm walking out, I hear this. Hello, nurse. I look around to my left, I look around to my right, I don't see nobody. I don't see nobody. So wait a minute. I know that. I know that. I know what that means. I turn around, and Richard's looking at me. I said, I'm thinking as a joke, like, hey, Richard, you know, <laughs> funny, funny, you know. He's like, hey, why didn't you come say hi to me? <clears throat> I didn't know you were there. I was like, you know, I just walked out. It was like, and then he said, well, with a booty like that, I, you know, I, I recognized it was you. I said, huh? I said, huh? I said, what? I said, wait, 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 what? He said, yeah. I said, yeah, what? He said, you didn't know? I said, I didn't, you didn't know what? It's like, yeah, well, you know, I'm gay. I was like, oh, oh. I mean, that's cool. I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't know. I mean, who had girlfriends back in, in, what, middle school, junior high school? Nobody, you know? So, Or the very rare people that did, <clears throat> I didn't know. So I'm like, okay, well, I was like, that's, that's weird. And that, that made our, our friendship weird and different, but I didn't treat them any different. It was like, hey, why, you know, why you, <laughs> why you hello nursing me? I said, I couldn't get past that. But after that, you know, we was cool. Nothing wrong with that. So that's number one. They don't, they don't tell you. It just comes out. That's number one. Number two, definitions. Definitions are different in, in, the, in, the, in the community, in the gay male community. This example came up when I was working at one of the hospitals. Um, I used to work at the hospital, and in the morning times, uh, me and the guy, we'll call him Tim. Tim 
would do the breakfast cereals, the oatmeals, the grits, and the, and the cream of wheat. And I would do the meats, the bacon, the sausage, the biscuits, and the biscuit. No, he used to do gravy. And so when we're back to cooking, we can't help but exchange dialogue. Hi, how you doing? Doing fine. And, he, and you know, he would go on about his personal life. You know, I'm not going to say, no, you can't talk about your personal life. It's, you know, we're, it's Saturday morning at a hospital. What else are we supposed to do? So we're talking. And he's like, yeah, I just went on a date. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Like, yeah, but I think he's on drugs. And I said, okay, so he. Okay, so he's gay. No problem. I don't care. Doesn't matter. So he's like, yeah, he's on drugs. I'm like, okay, uh, well, that sucks, you know. I'm like, how do you feel about it? He's like, well, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's something to get used to. I said, I initially said, you know, personal drugs has an addiction already, right? So you need to be careful with that. He said, yeah, I know, but he's a good topper. I said, topper. So I'm sitting there thinking like, wait a minute, what, what, topper? Hmm. What does that mean? I, I don't know. I don't know what a topper is. So I'm like, Okay. So I'm looking, as the conversation goes on, I'm still fixated on the topper. I don't know what a topper is. So I'm sitting there thinking, I'm trying to wait for the dialogue so he, the dialogue to continue so he could like, so I could know what one is, what a topper is. So I'm like, huh. So eventually I, I find out, you know, I'm like, hey, so you said topper. What does that mean? Then he tells me what it means. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Um, that's cool. I mean, I initially thought that if that's what you, that's how you roll, top bottom, it didn't matter. But I guess it does matter in the in the gay male community. Like you either a topper or a bottomer. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. Why? How could I have known that? So it was like, okay. So <laughs> now that I know, I know more of the context of what he's talking about. Eventually, they broke up, and it got weird after that as far as him still dealing with that guy, not with the relationship. So, you know, again, definitions are important to know when speaking, when having these conversations. Now, I've had, I've worked with the female, the lesbians, and and I generally get most of that. I, I do, you know, it's not not that hard. But that was new to me at the time. So definitions. That's another step you need to know. No definition. The last one is that they they have, some of them just have no, have no chill to speak. They have no chill. So the last one, the last story is uh, a guy that I work with and uh, really recent. And again, he had no chill, zero chill. Again, at this position, now I am in a management position, and he's not. So he's a he's an employee. And the first time he met me, he said, ooh, you must work out. And initially, it's, not, it's 2021, 2022. You know, you're not like, again, I don't generally think that he immediately think that, oh, this dude's gay. It's like, yeah, I work out? Of course I do. You know, push-ups, sit-ups, bench press. You know, I, I keep myself in shape because that's what I like to do. I'm not thinking that he's he's hitting on me. I don't think so. It's 23. Yeah, I work out. I said, yeah, man. You know, I hit the gym a couple times. I need to hit more, but, you know, I work out. So I was like, I bet you do. Like, okay, you know, no big deal. I'm not thinking like that. 
just keep it moving. You know, it's 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 identified, but not like okay, I need to write this down. Like this dude is, he's hitting on me. No. So the second the second time again has no chill. He's talking about he likes dark meat again. I'm not I'm not feeding into it. I'm not like hey, what do you mean by that? I, I'm deflecting. I'm deflecting. Like, hey, he says I like dark meat. I said, well, I like my chicken dark meat too. You you fry some dark meat chicken up, man. That's tender. It's good. I'm not feeding into it. I know I kind of I know what he's talking about, but I'm not feeding into it. Right? I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not. It's just I'm just not doing it. I'm not gonna feed into it to give him whatever he wants. I'm just saying, hey, you know, dark meat. Yeah, I love some dark meat chicken. That's the best chicken in the world. You know, I'm just not feeding into it. That's the second. The third time, we, we got talking to something about a colonoscopy or something like that. I don't know how this came about. Then he goes, well, there's another way to clean a colon. That's where I draw the line. Hey, hey. We're not talking about that here at work. We're trying to feed people right here. We ain't talking about that. I said, dude. I said, dude, you can't, you can't do that. You can't do that. That was like my, my limit right there when he said that. Like, yo, that's going too far. And in this situation, the reason why you might you might ask yourself like, well, why didn't you report this? Uh, why didn't you say something? Because we don't have employees. That's the that's the worst part about this. We don't have enough employees to even report. Like we need every single willing body to work, and I'm pretty sure that's everywhere. So when I said like, hey, dude, that's enough. Like, dude, you can't do that. I thought that was the point, but again, this guy had no chill to the point where. We're sitting there rolling silverware, and then one guy burst out, I hope you burn in hell. Said that. Loud as it can be in, in the dining room. So I'm like, whoa. I'm like, whoa. So he rolls out, and then the cook, who's like just freaked out. So I'm like, hey, man, I just ain't like you bursting out in anger. What's going on? Well, he said, dude, I you know, let's call him Cricket. Cricket was like, hey. He's saying some crazy stuff. He's I'm like, what do you mean? And then he tells me all the stuff he's doing. I say, are you serious? He said, yeah. Like, wow. Like, this guy has been harassing this person at work. And the reason why he's harassing him, because he found out that he, the cook, was, was gay. He was gay. So he thought he can say whatever he want to this Excuse me, other gay person. And it offended him to a point where he said, go burn in hell. He's never, never came out like that, like blasted out like that. So it was like, yo, this is serious. So, so I'm like, I was like, all right, I believe, you know, he, we sit down in the office, talk. And I was like, he's like, yo, this guy has zero chill. Like, I, he's like, yeah, I'm gay, but I even, I have my limits. I said, dang, it's like that. He said, yeah, this guy has no chill. So I'm like, all right, so let me do some investigating. Go around digging around, find out this guy's been harassing not only men, but he's been harassing the women that we work with. And the thing that the thing that bothers me the most is that nobody said anything to me or to any other manager before this incident, before the whole burning hell came out. And it's like, why didn't anybody say anything? And then they said, well, he's gay. And I'm like, yo, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, you come here to work not to be harassed. And so... When some things happen like this, you should say something. And I encourage you to say something. It doesn't matter what banner he flies under. You're not here to be harassed. So he had zero chill. And he thought, 
and the thing is, he thought that it's it's okay to do that because well, with the cook, because it's because he was gay, and that's just simply simply not it. So let's recap: the three things you need, three things you should know when it comes to um dealing or you know having having a I don't know how to word it having a relationship a friendly relationship <laughs> with them is that hey they don't have to tell you two you gotta learn some of the definitions and three some of them just have no chill and that's the thing that's that's the three things to get from that and also get to go get a King's Island pass so you can enjoy the Ryan and scream your ass off anyway that's the that's the episode I hope you guys enjoy it and cutie music And episode 16 is in the books. I'm your host, Michael Gillespie. And I'm out, Girl Scout.